Hello and welcome to the Life After Blindness podcast. I'm your host, Tim Schwartz, and a couple of special guests with me that uh, regular listeners should at least know one. And uh, well, if you followed me anywhere else around the interwebs on other podcasts and radio shows, you should also be familiar with the other. So we are here today as the first in kind of an updated new channel version of what was formerly known as the Saturday edition of Blind Guy Talks Tech. If any of that sounds ridiculous or strange to you, well, we're going to bring you up to speed right now. So joining me on the show, first of all, we have Robin Christofferson. Robin, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much. I'm looking forward to this. Me too. And uh, our returning champion, because, well, as longtime listeners know, he was on the very first episode of Life After Blindness and uh, has been back many, many, many a time since then. Sean Priest. Sean, welcome. Hello, Tim. Where have you been? Oh, wow. It's oh, like, well. Oh, it's like being embraced in a warm, gorgeous hug. As we all know, Tim is a man mountain, uh, seven foot four <laughs> and uh, wow. 800 pounds. But uh, Tim, you've been missed. You've been away too long. I have been away, well, technically away from my life after blindness family for way, way, way too long. Um, Yes. But uh, yeah, as we're going to talk about where we've been and what we've been doing. Yeah, Sean, you're not wrong because, well, with the pandemic and then things with my daughter in school and then I got the the dreaded COVID myself and uh, things have just been ridiculous as far as me trying to get my show going and and back up again but it's here it's back and i am so happy and so excited to be doing it it is so awesome have you you, uh redecorated this studio it's very nice in here i must say very say i I was gonna ask you you guys should like the the new feel of the studio it's nice and uh yeah refreshed and and posh as you say (laughs) yeah it's nice and cozy cushions (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's too not, many not, flowers for not too liking. hot not too cold although i know it's sparkling cold, water yeah. Where you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah 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 you know i i once had some sparkling water that i didn't know before i took a sip that it was sparkling water um boy that was a surprise wow <laughs> sparkling water i mean what an awful concept <laughs> that is why why make it fizzy it's water what's the point yeah, somebody had poured some Perrier water, and uh, I didn't know. I thought it was just regular, just you know, like filtered water from the fridge or, or you know yes. tap water. And we can that, get it. Yeah, and that that first sip, oh my god, that was that was frightening. <laughs> um, just because, especially when you don't know. I did that once with uh, with soft drinks. My my wife got me a can of of I think it was a can of root beer from the refrigerator, and I thought it was going to be Mountain Dew. Um, I know you guys have root beer, even though Sean, oh, you're you so American that. right now. I, I have know, no I idea am. what you're talking well, about. Well, we don't switched. have either of those. Yes, you do. I have done research. You guys absolutely have root beer over there. You may not have Mountain okay. Dew, or at least not something called Mountain Dew, but you definitely have root beer. I've looked it up after Sean told me that he doesn't know what it is. Is it um, made out of roots? No. Beetroot. No. What? No. Anyway. Be- beetroot. Okay. No. But anyway, no, I thought she got me a Mountain Dew and I took a sip and I said, that is the worst tasting Mountain Dew I've ever had. And she goes, well, that's because it's root beer. So that, that would have explained it. Blind problems. Anyway. Yes. Um, but no, it is, it has been way too long uh, since I have been behind the microphone, at least again for life after blindness. But I, I've been places. I've been around. All, all of us actually have uh, collectively uh, between the RNIB Tech Talk show where uh, Robin and I stepped in and uh, Robin had actually fill in for you and I, Sean, after we left to go to Double Tap and yep. uh, was holding the fort down. And then, well, after I left <laughs> Double Tap, uh, I said, so Stephen, um, 
you you want a third seat over there back on on tech talk again he's like yes please come yeah that would be great just the two of us please come um so i i went back over there and then we transitioned after steven uh do we call it a midlife crisis? No, we don't. <laughs> no, I'm not sure how long he's going to live. So let's yeah, not well, call it a midlife crisis. Yeah, let's please not say that. That's ex exactly right. <laughs> that no, he, uh, he made the <laughs> what I think is the proper decision to uh, move on from his work uh, obligations at RNIB and, and has gone into a lot of self-employment stuff for himself and uh, started the Blind Guy Talks Tech Show, which was fantastic, but five days a week with a weekend edition uh, attached to it. And uh, we've all been there helping out and doing things. And now, well, that's moving on. So that kind of brings us into what I want to start off with, because it's not like we've been totally gone and disappeared. We have been around, but I've just not been here. Um, so, Sean, talk to me about this. The Blind Guy Talks Tech Show was five days a week with technology and then the weekend ranting banter edition that we we had good intentions for in the beginning and yes, we actually yes we did we actually did have real serious deep diving topics that we covered and even had some uh, uh spirited discussions um and then after a while it just kind of became just a bunch of friends hanging out on the weekend and just having a chat um so we're, we're gonna try to reel that back in a little bit here as we take it over here on life after blindness uh and uh, as steven has given me the reins to do so although you notice he does that in the first one he's not here um so no. i see how that is and and our friend sally clay for anybody wondering if, if they came from the blind guy talks tech show first of all welcome thanks for coming over here um but uh okay. sally has actually mm -hmm. got a lot going on so we will hopefully get her on uh in the coming months but uh it might it might be a while because she is a it's busy just, busy bee just like it was before on blind guy you know on the saturday edition uh, whoever could <laughs> make it at that time made it so uh, whoever made it the made same it. yeah exactly so we will we will do our best to uh to you know find that happy balance but get as many of us as we can if we can so so sean the five day a week blind guy that's no longer happening and uh is being shifted isn't it it is that's right yeah so um as as listeners may know we've got the other show double tap uh um that was once a week uh and we decided to just merge it under sort of one brand instead of having blind guys talks tech over here and double tap over there we thought you know what let's just make double tap the daily podcast and bring it in-house and have it all under the one brand of double tap because you know it does it, 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 you're kind of splitting your audience and it just made more sense for us as a workflow as well so uh yes bgt uh, blind guy talks tech um has really just shifted over so you can still tune in uh to double tap every day uh just search your favorite podcast sorry i'm doing the plug already tim search your favorite <laughs> okay. podcast catcher for double tap by uh from ami audio and you should uh find us there and uh yeah so if you want your daily dose of tech news and uh a little bit of banter between Stephen and i the usual the usual mix then uh, yeah definitely check us out but like I said, really, it just made more sense to, instead of splitting us up all into a podcast here and a podcast there for us, it just made sense to bring it all in-house. So, yeah, it's just basically now called Double Tap. 
And it definitely does make sense. I, I kind of wish we did have Stephen here because he and I have been talking about this transition for a while. I mean, we've all kind of known it was coming and he and I behind the scenes, even before the rest of you guys knew, you know, he and I were talking about, okay, this is what's going to happen with Blind Guy, the, the weekly edition going to Double Tap. And he came right out and said, so, you know, those weekend conversations, at least when we were trying to be a little bit more on, you know, topic and, and on point, um, you know, there is a really great place where that could reside. And I'm happy to, uh, you know, have the reins be passed along. And I'm like, so what are you trying to say here, Stephen? Just, just come right out and say it, buddy. You know, um, and, and so, you do it, Tim. Uh, yeah, basically <laughs> you do it because I'm going to be way too darned busy to do it, I think is what he was trying to say. Um, but no, I think it, I think it works out really nicely because, you know, Blind Guy Talks Tech served a purpose. It was a great home for all of us to go to after RNIB uh, Tech Talk, uh, after Stephen had left the RNIB. And it gave us a great platform to really kind of test out the possibility of doing five days a week because i remember you know this sean i think even robin you were in on this conversation where you know mm -hmm. steven said i'm never doing five days a week there's no content for five days a week when we were talking to him about doing amazon echo uh you know uh, uh what is it called the the news thing um uh, the news flash uh yeah he, he was like there's no way there's not enough stuff to cover every day on a news flash and i know you can do it once a week but th th i would want to do it every day there's nothing to do every day and i'm like <laughs> yeah fast forward to blind guy talks tech and he's doing it every day yeah, um exactly but it, but it does make sense and, and it does give you know more tech uh you know to double tap and give it a home there and like i said we we now have uh you know more ability to give uh, roundtable discussions here and just kind of take that uh, take that over so robin you as i mentioned had stepped in after sean and i left um tiny shoes to fill i was gonna say big shoes to fill but nah, i don't know <laughs> i don't know about that but um, i think my uh shoes are smaller than yours but yeah uh, well probably according to, to sean i'm seven foot four so um four can canoe feet but as, as gosh um but uh but yeah you you stepped in and and took over for us uh quite fiercely and 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 uh boldly uh and that's not the only place you do stuff. You you've been on Max the Max Accessibility Roundtable podcast with uh, friends of the show, uh, you know Holly Anderson and uh, Darcy Bernard, and mm -hmm. then you've got Dot to Dot, which is your daily uh, Echo Skills show, as well as the both of you doing the Echo Show, which we'll talk more about here in just a few minutes. But um, Robin, talk to me about this. So so you're you're on Max Accessibility. You're doing your own shows for years. Step in the Tech Talk. Then that goes away. Then you're a blind guy. Then that goes away. Now you're, you know, you and I are, are being asked to step in occasionally as contributors for Double Tap. And now you're here on Life After Blindness. I mean, this is, wow. Like, how, are, are you dizzy? Or do you, do you I'm have exhausted. whiplash? I mean, wow. And he's got well, a full-time firstly... job. Yes, and that's in addition to, oh, yeah, that's right. In addition to AbilityNet that, uh, that he, he basically runs for, you know, all of the UK over there. It's true. I do actually have a second company that I'm a director of as well. I'll just throw that in there too. Oh, but, um, oh gosh, wow. I mean, is oh. there anything this man can't do? You know what we did Firstly, forget? Of course, this is Lord Dr. Robin Christopherson. Oh, this is true. Yeah, Lord yeah. Dr. Robin Christopherson. <laughs> Sir, Sir Robin, yes. Yeah. Firstly, what I want to say is what a brilliant move over to Life After Blindness. A really good, a really safe pair of hands. I'm so glad that we haven't lost it. The big show, the Saturday. Yeah, yeah, big hands. Um, but safe. so yeah, really looking forward to picking up the, the chit chat, the roaming um, discussions uh, with you at the helm because um, 
I'm sure, you know, we're going to be steered successfully through some uh, interesting topics, some really engaging topics. And we had so much good feedback, didn't we, on BGTT about the sort of things we covered. And I'm sure we're just going to carry on doing that. I know you've got lots of topics um, in your pocket whether we'll stick with them or not as we do these shows going forward. <laughs> we we yeah. will endeavor to begin every show with some sort of topic. I mean, not this episode because I wanted to catch people up a little bit before we get into semi sort of a kind of a topic, but, but you're right. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to at least have the idea of starting each episode with a good topic that we can dive into and really get into. Um, and yet yeah, you're right. The, the feedback that we got on blind guy for the weekend edition was mixed, but for the most part, it seemed like people just enjoyed listening to the conversation. And because we were talking about things that really a lot of other places aren't talking about, I mean, they might touch on here and there and things like that, but we really just kind of, you know, ripped the, the bandaid off the scab and, and pulled back the curtain. And you know what I mean? We what just... a beautiful way to put it, Dickens. Well, but... I mean, that was lovely, Mr. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Thank you very yeah. much. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. But... Is it just me that can't resist? Picking at you know what. Right, please stop. So let's carry on. There will be oh. no discussion from this point over this point going forward about scabs or scars or um <laughs> other other medical Noses. ailments that may have okay. occurred to people on this show currently. We, no, no oh, more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. no more. Laying down the, the house rules here. That's good. Carry on. Yeah, I, I like because I'm not gonna I because I <laughs> like Cadbury cream eggs and now I can't eat them anymore the rest of my well life. Done. If, it twits my thighs. If, okay. if, ah, <laughs> if, if, if that is something that the listeners don't know about, you don't want to. And if you really well want to, go listen to Blind Guy Talks Tech and find it there. Anyway, um, yeah, so Robin, I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, that's what we're hoping to do here. But, um, but, but you know, you have been everywhere. I mean, you, you are this <laughs> consummate, you know, podcast traveler. Um, talk to me about kind of like, because this is your first time really being heard on a life after blindness show. I mean, we do have a recorded conversation that honestly we recorded several months ago, um, that is edited and ready to go and is going to come out soon because it's still very valid. It's still a conversation <laughs> that we had a long time ago. That's, uh, that's still very relevant. And, uh, so it's going to be coming out, but this technically is the first time people have heard mm -hmm. you at least on my show. So talk to me about all these endeavors, Robin. Well, I mean, I think the first one was definitely dot to dot. That's up to episode 2030 something now. Um, so yeah, it's a daily one. It's around five to 10 minutes. So it actually does exist as a flash briefing on the Echo as well. Um, so if people want to add that to their flash briefing, they can just say enable the five minute skill demo show. That's what the skill is called, but it will play dot to dot every single day. Uh, or you could just ask your smart speaker to play dot to dot or your phone or whatever. If you do it on the A-Lady or on your um, Google Home Nest thing, then make sure you put a <laughs> tiny pause between the words because otherwise you'll get a doctor something, you know, podcast or something. Oh, I see. So you got so, to say dot to dot uh -huh. yeah thank you well <laughs> kind of like when we Tiny, did almost RNA, in... when we did rnib tech talk if you said rnib too fast you got all kinds of crazy things yes that's right. yes. yeah just a tiny pause so yeah that i mean that's a labor of love and actually it is getting um a little bit tougher to find decent things to cover um and i'm uh, sure i'm sure that sean can appreciate that because we do the echo show together each week um oh i'm not it's punishing I'll tell you that much. Oh, trying to find <laughs> skills in ah oh, the Amazon app is awful. Sorry, oh, carry on. Dear. Yeah, no. So, I mean, listeners are kind. They often send in suggestions and occasionally a demo. 
as well, particularly David Ward. Shout out to the brilliant David Ward of Goodwill Valleys over in the States on your you know, side of the pond, who has the Echo Tips podcast, which I would thoroughly recommend. Um, and yeah, so we, you know, we have a good community and I still love doing that. It's easy to chuck out one of those episodes compared That's to... That's why you like it. It's so easy. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> well, easy Relatively, once you find a skill to talk about. <laughs> yeah. It's all relative compared to, say, an hour-long daily show, perhaps. Oh, yes. Tell me about it. <laughs> ah, it's all easy. We love talking. All right, let's not pretend this is hard work. This is uh, yeah, we're all what here. we enjoy. So, yeah, yeah, we're, we're all cool. here because we, we like to talk or can exactly. talk. Yes. <laughs> so, so dot to dot. And then that, um, like I said, you, you were on RNB Tech Talk for, for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And uh, during all that somewhere, you and Sean, as you just mentioned, did the Echo Show, which isn't just a clever name, but it is actually about the Echo Show and other Echo devices um that you can get with your amazon a lady so it's kind of a progression of dot to dot yeah so we're up to episode 97 will be coming out this week and that means 97 weeks worth so um yeah it's been going a while hasn't it sean probably seems already 97 already (laughs) yeah well the the point was that we'd have a conversation and and bring both of us would bring skills to it. The dot to dot is very much a, a well, as the name says, a five minute demo, right? Um, mm-hmm. But we wanted to have a little bit of a conversation about the skills and you know, discuss show. what worked. Yes. Just having a <laughs> chit chat. Yes. The, the, the joke is that, like, it's funny, really, because all of our podcasts seem to sort of, um, they dissolve down to just us talking rubbish and, you know, talking about us falling over or whatever for no, 40 minutes of the show. Really? But t- Tim, <laughs> and that's not going to happen here. I know you've mm-hmm. got a firm hand on the uh, tiller. So, uh, yes, sure. it's not going to happen. But, yeah, absolutely. The Echo Show was just, you know what, we- we're a fan of this stuff. So we wanted yeah. to just have a conversation about it. Um, but, yeah, as as Robin said, and as I say to him every week, it's getting harder and harder to find those skills. Absolutely, but yeah. um, the chit the chit chat's still as top quality as ever. Yeah, yeah you say top quality, I say incredibly <laughs> tedious. But uh, hey, you know why not give it a go? You can find it in your favorite podcast catcher app. So incredibly, incredibly <laughs> tedious. You, you came up with that rather quickly. Is that something your partner talks to you about all the time? Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. see, now, now Tim's doing it already. Yep. He's taking us down a see, different it's, turn. It's your fault because you, you and Stephen started this years and years ago made me do this i, I didn't corrupt this you. way you did absolutely corrupt me um i completely blame you and steven and yet speaking of steven as i said uh, at the top of the show i mean you notice he's not here because while well, he's doing this deep dive into you know double tap five days a week and uh you know other things and responsibilities that he's he's taken on over there at ami but you're here sean despite the fact that you have a new show other than the Echo Show, other than Five Day a Week Double Tap. Um, talk talk to people about Sean of the Shed, because I don't know that we've talked about that for my listeners, at least. Oh, well, I'm so glad you gave me the name, because I was thinking, do I? What, what's that? Then? But yes, you're absolutely <laughs> right. You're, you're involved with so many things that you, you've <laughs> forgotten them. I was panicking for a second. Yes, I do. And I promise this is going to be the last plug. People keep listening. But I do. I do Sean of the Shed. Uh, it's, it's once a month, so ah, it's such a bliss just oh, doing a nice. podcast once a month. But it is for um, people new to technology or new to you know vision loss and coming to technology. So it's very much, uh, hey, did you know? You know, you can 
it's, it's trying to take the, the 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 scariness away from technology. The you know, so many people um, in organisations I've been to, and you're dealing with people who have just lost their sight or whatever. They they just say, I, I can't do it. I, you know, I can no, I can't use that. And it, it's just we we all know, you know, we've all gone through that sight loss thing. Where you, and you know, it's it's just taking the time. And you're more than capable. If if I can do it, then anyone can do it. So it's just it's just me trying to take a take a I don't know a simpler look at technology and show it's not that frightening. So yes, that's Sean of the Shed. Thank you very much. A yeah, simpler, no. highly produced or immersive audio. Um, yeah, well, that's <laughs> production. Let's, Let's keep that on the down low because, um, you know, that was the first few episodes. Let's not, let's not heighten uh, expectations here. Please. Well, I mean, after all, he does have a month in between each one to get it edited and, and taken care of. I mean, so, I, although... I, oh, unbelievable! You, you, you say that, though, um, once a month. I mean, your um, occasional random audio pizza, or as I used to call it, apple pizza. Do you remember when I used to... Messed that uh, up, Sean. I called yes. it apple pizza. Yes, um, you did. And you'd yes, have to correct me time. every time. Actually, yes. although you you used to say, you know, that's actually a better name. Um, but uh, <laughs> Mr. Trick there. Yeah. But um, but I mean, that comes out, what, once every three months, six months? Ah, you know, oh, well, that's whenever. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's just a feed we've got where someone I mean, jumps on when they've fallen over a bush <laughs> or the, what was the last one? I bought some tibetan singing bowls you know well, if it's just... falling into a bush then uh, why isn't there an episode from you almost like every day okay that's enough all right Move all on, right tim now all right so let's let's get to something <laughs> that can actually be helpful now that we've explained kind of what we've been up to where i've been where you guys have been what's going on and uh caught everybody up if, if they haven't been along the ride with us uh, these last many months let's try to help people a little bit in the time that we've got left so i've established i i hope that uh, these two guys know what they're talking about when it comes not just to technology but to uh, smart devices, Amazon Echo specifically. Uh, with it's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. They have no idea what they're talking about with all this Echo conversation. <laughs> um, so so let's let's kind of look at that in a, in a bigger sense then. And and I think we know kind of the answer to this because I've always said it's accessibility by accident. But Robin, talk to me about. I mean, and you could be specific to the Echo, but kind of in general, what makes something like an Echo so important and specifically important to someone who might be visually impaired or blind? Cool. Okay. When people talk about accessibility um, in the VI context, obviously we're talking about, you know, for people with low or no vision, um, you know, accessibility is about can you bump up the text size or can you, you know, use speech on it or whatever it might be. Just to let you know, for me, accessibility always equals pan disability because that's who I work for, AbilityNet. So when people say, you know, why are smart speakers, you know, inherently accessible, um, certainly from a VI point of view, a visually impairment point of view, it's absolutely perfect for us because you can just talk to it. There's no screen involved. You don't have to read a manual. Um, the bar is very low with regards, you know, all you need is a Wi-Fi connection and a few dollars really, or pounds to be able to buy a device that is fully functional. And you have got this world, this wealth of skills and built-in functionality that we could talk about until the cows come home. But um, yeah, because it's inherently, you know, easy to use, cheap, voice operated and gives you speech output for people like us with a vision impairment or no vision at all. Like I think 
well, we're pretty much all in that camp now, aren't we? Um, we are. Yeah. yeah. After blindness, we are looking at these speakers and thinking how brilliant they are for us. The broader picture didn't really happen until much later on. And we could talk about echoes with a screen and how brilliantly accessible they are and some of the features for other disabilities, if you like. But that's kind of not this show. But I just wanted to flag that as well, um, because often um, disabilities don't just fit into neat boxes, do they? So, you know, some people Mind might us. have does it. What a yeah. shed shaped. <laughs> no, no. Shed shaped. No. <laughs> <Well played. laughs> Big Mac box shape, actually. Thank you. Big Mac oh, okay. box, yeah. KFC Noodle bucket box. shape. Yeah. It has curry in it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway, please continue, Robin. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we could talk about the broader accessibility features. And, you know, I would point people at the um, A Lady Accessibility Hub if you just search for that. A Lady, obviously, being A L E X A. Um, then you'll get all of the lowdown of the brilliant features across all the different disabilities. So yeah, I just wanted to get that out there that the echoes that Amazon have produced are, are really accessible in, in the broadest sense. They really, really are. But yeah, for people like ourselves, how brilliant is it to just be able to talk to the air and get really useful information? Because I don't know about you guys, but you know, computers absolutely open doors and are brilliant, but really, really, complicated and you know a desktop app or the amount of information that's in you know on a on a web page on the desktop there's just so much there and whether that's with low vision or with speech output it's a really complicated thing to navigate around then with the advent of smartphones much smaller screen much more distilled down ui you know user interface for us to to contend with and that was a godsend because you've just got far less information. Um, there's much less clutter and all that sort of thing. So anyone that's managed to get to grips with a smartphone, for example, has really benefited from that. But the smart speaker is like the distillation down to its pure essence, isn't it? I often talk about the age of ambient computing where, you know, you can just talk to the air and get, you know, useful information back. And often, as we know now, you can get tailored information as well because it can recognize your voice. It can pull from your calendar, your skills, um, you know, give you the, the news briefing that you want, that sort of thing. So, yeah, um, hugely empowering. And as soon as I got a first gen Echo Dot, I thought, OK, I've got to start telling people about this because um, it was relatively unknown uh, five or six years ago. You know, it's crazy to to believe but yeah it was Where we um, come to yeah. yeah yeah i can't believe it's been that long and and you're absolutely right and i think that doing a, a wider kind of uh you know broad discussion about this is something that maybe we should do for a future episode but i just mm -hmm. wanted to to let people in on the idea of what the, something like an Amazon Echo or, or or Google Home Nest, whatever they're calling it now, yeah, um, what they can. There provide. seems to be some favoritism here. I, I don't want to point it out at both of you, but each of you gave the Google Nesty thingy uh, that thing. Uh, As you just did. Some, yes. Uh, no, I'm, I'm he just, was telling us how. I'm phrasing you. I'm quoting yourself back. But I, uh -huh. I, I absolutely have no idea what it's called either. I don't think Google do anymore. I think it's officially the Nest Home now, but. But it is. I don't know. That's, but, that's right. but the point is, I think, though, that the reason why, and you guys, correct me if I'm wrong, because you guys are the ones that literally do the show on this thing. Um, we, even specifically as, as blind or visually impaired people, we kind of gravitate to the echo 
more because of the skills and and what it can offer because the Google Nest Home really isn't as robust when it comes to something like that, right? They have, I think mm. they're called Actions. They are. And the last time I looked, there was about 10,000 Actions in Oh, is the... it that many now? Okay, good. I thought yeah, you were going but... to say 10 for a second. Ten. So did I. <laughs> but if it's anything like the A-Lady store, um, there's a real mixed bag there. You know, 5% of those will be, um, how can I put this, uh, wind expulsion simulation. Uh, <laughs> Boy, that oh, that's such um, a nice way to put he that. He is yeah. so posh. <laughs> he is. Wow. Um, and other things of a similar kind of, you know, caliber. But um, many of them are, you know, fantastically useful. But yeah, I think in the skill store at the moment for the A-Lady, it's over 120,000. So, you know, probably that's a much lower figure than... The last time I looked, it was around there. So and you've yeah. only covered how many of those on dot the dot? You still have I plenty know. to go. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, as I plenty say, though, a lot of wind them, expulsion. Uh, yeah, plenty yeah. of wind expulsion I, skills to talk about. You know, no, my, my my point though is is that yes, they both are very viable, but I think that there seems to be kind of a, a gravitational pull towards the Amazon Echoes um, for whatever reason, maybe because they were first, maybe because there's more skills and seemingly feels like more more that you can do. But but you're right, Sean. I mean, uh, that makes me sick to say that out loud. I hate you. Now. Well done. But um, but <laughs> I, try not, I try not to Price, say that to my maybe? wife. I don't, I don't want to say it to you either. But <laughs> um, but but no, like the, the Nest Home does have its fair share of, of good things to have for it. And so especially because it's built with Google search and we know how good, you know, good Google search. Oh, it's be. amazing for answering yeah. questions. It, it, exactly. it beats Lady A all over the room. So it's fantastic for that. And in Canada, where the uh, Google smart speaker was out first, is more popular you know, it's got that head start so there is that very much whoever got to you know at the gate first does tend to hold most of the market yeah, it's kind of like the idea of if you used an iphone first you're probably more prone to want to use an iphone if you exactly. use an android first that's exactly. where you want to be as well so it's it is kind of that adoption you know mentality of it but i do feel it's shifting slightly though in in, in canada as well because I, oh yeah google do have a reputation of just dropping things you know and it does feel like amazon are so committed that i mean they had such a, a roaring success with their um, smart speaker um and and with the addition of so many smart uh, devices as well mm. in the uh, not that they're not in the google as well but it just seems like amazon really have put it all in for smart speakers and google there's still that slight you know oh, we're changing the name now as they did the google nest hub or whatever and there's always that slight feeling that are google really that committed or is there a, a chance they could just drop it tomorrow and also google don't have the infrastructure behind pushing their devices you know we all use amazon i'm sure we do you know we've all got amazon accounts we've we're pro probably prime members and you know you're a sheep robin sheeple <laughs> that's your problem fight the power uh oh next day delivery well. thank you very yeah. much sir Sometimes same day delivery. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But um, you know they can push uh, sales on Black Friday and uh, other Amazon Prime days and stuff like that. You know their devices are always at the top of the list, aren't they? Um, super cheap, really yeah. cheap as chips, aren't they? And yeah. very very functional. So you know Google doesn't. I mean they could push stuff on Google search result pages, I suppose. But um, you know just the utility of getting. Um, Prime delivery, so cheap. I don't know how much the in entry level home nest thing. Sorry, 
Well, Come on, Robin. Now, well, look, they're, they're very nice. comparable. It, it <laughs> will be. Close. Yeah, it's it's around. Yeah, yeah, we're talking not in sale and whatever. So they're all about fifty bucks, aren't they? So the okay. starting point. So they are really competitively priced when it comes to the Amazon side. And when you can find either of them on sale, you're talking twenty twenty five dollars. I mean, it's, absolutely it's ridiculous. And don't get me I, wrong. I, Voice is brilliant. I mean, voice choice is brilliant. Well, the voices are brilliant too, but yes, they choice are. is brilliant. Yes, yeah. There's so many different varieties and, and shapes and sizes and, and voices, um, as it, as it were. But but no, like uh, I had talked to you guys about on Amazon Prime Day, I traded in an old Echo One, the, the original, you know, Pringles canister oh. Echo One, you know, okay. regular edition, um, whatever you want to call it. And I, you can buy, they're selling them on eBay now for a thousand dollars. Have you seen? Say what? Don't tell me that. No, stop, stop. I know I'm joking. Stop it. I know you are. <laughs> I've known you long enough. I know when you're joking. At least I think I do. Anyway, so no, I I traded it in because they give you you know twenty five dollars towards another purchase uh, of an Echo device plus twenty five percent off, and I was basically paid to get a echo dot four i i didn't actually i actually ended up having four dollars left over and that was after uh buying something else with with the money that i had so the sale was so good and my trade-in you know made it even better i mean it was twenty dollars i think on sale and then after the you know the discount plus the you know the the money back and and, and yeah. it, it's ridiculous so yeah i mean it, it's such an easy inexpensive thing to get and to be able to just speak to it, and as you alluded to, Robin, there are things that it offers that they offer for more than just somebody who's who's you know partially sighted or or blind. Because even like with the Echo Show, you know, you can sign language to the camera, you can hold up things if you're visually impaired, and and have the camera scan the barcode or tell you what the product is. So similar to what you can do, you know, with your phone. Um, you know, you can do that with an Echo Show. So, I mean, so many things that are available for not just us, but but as you said, Robin, many different types of disabilities that they're thinking about and they're integrating things in there to help different people. So, I mean, it it really becomes a big game changer because, <clears throat> excuse me, for, you know, anywhere from $25, we'll say up to $50 to just get you in the door of a device like this, you've got this amazing accessibility right out of the box. You can use it to check in on, you know, your loved ones, you know, drop in, uh, say, you know, when my grandma was still living on her own before she moved in with my parents, we had an echo, you know, a couple echoes set up in her house so that we could drop in, make sure she was okay. Or if she needed to call out to call emergency services, if she fell, um, yeah. you know, it was, it, it's such a, you know, wonderful thing to know that you you have that ability to do that. So if you try calling them on the phone and you can't get them, you can just drop in and be like, hello, are you okay? What's going on? You know, um, yeah. and scare, scare the living daylights out of them, I'm sure. <laughs> but um, but no, oh, so, I mean, there's so many different things that not just for, for, you know, daily, just like you said, you know, before about checking your calendar, or checking the news or listening to podcasts and music. I mean, there's all those basic things, but the fact that you can do them, you know, just speaking to the air, all the Star Trek, you know, the future is now, you know, and be yeah. able to get that information. I don't know how, I mean, I don't know how many times a day we use it in our household to ask math questions although we have to stop doing that because my 10 year old keeps going see i don't need to learn math you guys just ask the echo anyway it's she's like, absolutely uh, right i mean absolutely she's, correct she's don't tell her but she's not wrong but still <laughs> no, she absolutely. needs to learn her math thank you but um but no so i mean just to be able to do that to listen to audiobooks to to you know, just whatever it is to be able to do it 
just by calling out to the air is is amazing i mean a friend of mine got the uh amazon echo um well the amazon uh, microwave where the echo is not built in but it works with your echo mm, and so yeah. he can just put something in the microwave close the door and then talk to lady a to make the you know the microwave do what he wants it to do i, I mean that used to cost us you know, five, six, seven hundred dollars to do that, and now you can do it with the for simple device. For a talking microwave, like yeah, totally. Right, yeah, for a talking yeah. microwave, right. I mean, we should talk about smart home. We absolutely will in a second. Um, but I want to flag for to go on after that conversation, which is how you can make other devices smart that you can, uh, you know, with a remote control, for example. So we'll talk about that in a sec. But yeah, let's talk about smart. Let's talk about connected home and that sort of thing. Well, I mean, why not? Let's just go right into it then, Robin, because you're right. The Echo devices, the the uh, Nest Home devices really open up not just like everything we were just talking about, just asking simple questions or even very specific questions and getting that accessibility for us, you know, so easily. But it does open up a lot of things that you can have it help you do around the house, making your house smarter, which is another byproduct of making your house accessible in a way, especially if maybe you're in a wheelchair or you have Parkinson's and it's hard for you to maybe you know, reach out to, to grab a switch or to you know pull the blinds or you know you know whatever it might be, whatever you know is going on, or even if you know for, for people that might be deaf that that have it connected to a doorbell and they can get announcements and things, um, you know coming up on their Echo Show, etc. I mean those are not just useful, helpful things for everybody, but again, adds another layer of accessibility uh, when when you start utilizing these devices for smart home, right, Robin? Totally, yeah. And Sean's got most of those and I've got none of those. I've got a smart light bulb and what else have I got? I think that's about it. Nothing, Robin. You're <laughs> such got, a Luddite. Well, okay, I'm going to tell you about this guy, right? He's called the Bioneer. I might have mentioned it on uh, another show, but the Bioneer is basically saying push back against convenience you know reach up on that shelf to get something even if you don't need it bend down crawl around the room if you want to um just ex go extreme when it comes to doing physical things okay and that's kind of the antithesis of smart home but as you were saying tim you know if you if you've got an impairment like my sister who's bedbound then the smart home is absolutely brilliant and she does have all that stuff so that's really really important but um as far as making our home smarter, I'm kind of pushing back on that because I, um, you know, they say sitting is the new smoking. Oh, and I do you're such have... a hippie, Robin. Oh, you annoy me. <laughs> what are you talking the, about? I do have the full-time sitting at my wrong. desk scenario he is that wrong, I need to Tim. push back on. I mean, he's... he's... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe half not wrong. I mean, because no, I, I know what he's saying, and I and I do agree to an extent. However, no, you don't. The, I mean, I don't practice it. I didn't say I practice it. I just said <laughs> that I, I agree to an extent. But no, I mean, I, I get the can point. See both though. sides. I, I can yes. see both sides without seeing. Well done. Um, but no, I, I I do get it that it, it does kind of make us. I don't want to use the word lazy because that sounds harsh. Um, th th that sounds savage, as the children say. Do they still say that? Um, but mm, um, no. I, I don't know. I think maybe they do. But anyway, but but no, I mean, we, we, <laughs> we do get uh, resigned to the couch a bit and can just call out and that and that that, that could be an issue. But it's at the a same great time, thing. It, it is amazing. Like it's a bad thing. But, but no, no, no. See, that, that's what I was going to say. Like, it's it's amazing for convenience and for the ability of what it does. And as, as we mentioned, for, for people that may have a certain type of impairment, it opens up doors 
possibly even literally that um or unlocks well them done. at least that uh <laughs> i try i try i'll be here all week or maybe um but no like it, it does uh, you know provide availability to a person that maybe would have not had that at all now in your house sean as as robin said i mean i've lost count how many echo ish devices you've got i think it was like i don't know 9 12 15 i don't know um with all your different smart things i in mean each room. yeah any yeah nine of them in each room exactly i mean you've, it. you've actually <laughs> carved like when you redid the the shed for sean of the shed i mean you actually put one embedded into the wall i, I believe and, and mounted one so so i mean like you 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 are the master of the smart home here so so what are what are you using sean well, see, Robin says that because he has literally one single light bulb, uh, yeah. and he, as I said, a Luddite. But, uh, so one I more than that is a lot to him, is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly right. No, no. So <laughs> I, I haven't gone all in because there's still... Look, I love the smart home. I love the technology of it. I just think it's, you know, aside from the accessibility angle from it, which, of course, is incredibly impor important, mm -hmm. I'm just a bit of a geek at heart, and I just think this stuff is cool as well. So, um, you know, trying to convince my partner that is a totally different matter but that the, you're the, cool or that you need all this yeah both, both of those things okay so <laughs> but it's there, an ongoing there's, battle yeah there's still, the partner the I, kids the neighbors yeah trying yes, to make exactly realize but you're cool I, yeah. I think it's still even though we're a few good few years into this i still think it's early days because mm. you look oh, yeah. at the price price of light bulbs to to kit out my house in light bulbs it's costing hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And I'm sorry, I'm just not prepared. I don't think it's justified. Um, I, I do have smart bulbs in certain rooms and, and, and that's fine. But I, I still think that some of these devices are, you're, pay, you're still paying for that cool and wow factor when it comes to smart homes. Now there's other areas such as smart plugs, smart power strips, um, the smart vacuums even. I mean, the mm -hmm. price of smart vacuums has really come down. And they can be incredibly useful. I was a bit dismissive. I thought they were a bit of a gimmick. But you know what? I've had a Roomba for a while now. And it it does a really good job. No, wait. It does now, keep... now, now tell the yes. people, do you do you still have the, the googly eye stickers on it? I do, yes. It's only, it's only got one. It's lost one along the way. I think <laughs> well, the dog's partially eaten it. I mean, yes, it's appropriate. All... Yes. yes. <laughs> so it's now uh, a Cyclops googly eye uh, vacuum cleaner. But... Um, Look, the thing is, it's, and it's it's the key of why this smart speaker tech has become so amazingly popular. It's it, it's crossed the line. People, the, the the term ambient computing actually fits, you know, because mm. there was a time where any technology, it's just me, just being the nerd of the house, using it, and oh, you should use this. It's so much, but everyone in my family uses a smart speaker you know sets timers and asks the weather and gets whatever how long it takes to get to the tram and when the next tram's coming and you know turn the turn the um the, the smart vacuum on clean the kitchen clean wherever everyone uses it it's not seen as tech anymore it's just seen as you know, a tool of the house and for that reason it's absolutely amazing but when it comes to the smart home for me it's more about the smart plugs and the smart power strips i that's where i've started i think that's where most people will start because it, it is incredibly useful for like in this in my shed here where i do all my recording when i leave here in probably four hours if tim has his way yeah if when i leave here my I name is just... not stephen scott sorry Stephen. <laughs> 
I will just say, you know, Lady A closed down the studio and it turns off my monitors, it turns off my speakers, my mixers, my computers, it turns everything off and uh, I know it's off. You know, it's it's so handy, it's so easy to do. And um, yeah, it, I still think we're at the very early stages of the smart home and I think that things are only going to get better. When we start seeing new builds with all these smart sockets built into the wall and smart lights and everything, that's where you're going to see it when you see the you know the iron man walking into your home and you know what's his name benson or jensen or whatever his name the the computer <laughs> greets you as you walk in and puts the tv on and starts the dinner or anything that's the dream that we've all been fed on for so long with sci-fi movies and i think you know what i can see it actually in the future it's not that far in front of us anymore i completely and agree with that i think that we are to a point where talking to these devices is becoming just normal and the the ability to control everything within our house or even outside of our house i know there's actually devices you can put inside your mailbox so that when the postman uh pulls the mailbox you know down and back up again put your mail in it'll alert you inside shoots your it. house oh. it shoots it yeah that's it no it sends the dog after him boy wow it got dark wow <laughs> um, we don't have mailboxes so we don't know what you're talking about oh we have letter boxes in our door our postmen do a proper job they, they push bring it, it to your house. through your front yes door. i know we yeah. have those Two, there are people that have mail slots or you know mailboxes in their in their doors, but letter we also boxes, have yes. or letter boxes. Excuse me, letter boxes. Um, but um, <laughs> don't start, priest. But um, but we no, didn't but, pick him up on math, so you know. Yeah, we have to yeah, pick no. <clears throat> yeah. But um, but no, so I mean, you can you can have it do that and have sensors in your driveway to tell you you know if somebody has pulled into your drive or you know of course we talked about the ring doorbells. Um, which is funny now because you talk to people on the phone or hear somebody on the internet, you know, with audio, you know, their vocal and you, yes. you hear their doorbells going off. That's like yeah. the, new, the new thing now is hearing everybody's doorbells going I off. I mean, you can answer your door from another country, you know. Oh, absolutely. So using, yeah. right. Oh, it's amazing, right? And you can answer your door using your echo, by the way. You just say answer yeah. front door and boom. You're talking yep. to your front door. And that's another safety, security, and even something I think for accessibility purposes, because again, what if you are somebody who can't get to the door very quickly or you know, in a wheelchair or what have you, or you're somebody who lives alone, or maybe somebody who's older that, that lives alone and, and you're, you know, maybe just not sure who, you know, who is at my door and you're you might be nervous to open the door. Um, you know, and, and so you know, because you are alone or, or what have you, and so you can talk to them whether you're even home or not and and make it seem like you're home and so what i think what do you want get yeah, off what my do land you want? Yeah, yeah exactly when do you want it um right going back to <laughs> going back to what sean was saying about um you know t automatically turning on and off you know when he leaves the shed and that sort of thing and um when i'm last up on an evening i have to go around the house using a light detector app to see if all the lights are off but you can oh. query that either oh, by man. asking the a lady for the status of all your smart things or oh. checking in the in the app so that's really useful as well kind of peace of mind to know that the well buy some light bulbs off. then robin what's the matter with you <laughs> going around with your like wee willy winky like what's the matter with you switching lights off in his case unbelievable yeah. i've got but two smart back... light bulbs and they're still in the box because i haven't decided oh, where i'm yeah. gonna put them i won't admit that mine was sent to me by uh a supplier for uh, uh, i get a lot of free uh, stuff oh uh, nice. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, get that in there yeah Rub so um going back to what sean was saying about these power blocks these smart plugs um is part of what i wanted to mention so if you, you know you don't have to buy the smart thing you could actually make a dumb thing smart like a table lamp or um 
yeah, a power block with lots of other things plugged in that you wanted to make sure were powered off overnight, you know, rather yeah. than sucking, what is it called, vampire electricity overnight? Vampire. Where everything's on standby. Vampower. That was clever. Okay. Well done, me. Yeah, that's good. Well that's done. Thank you. And the other thing that I want to write flag that down. is um, if you have something like a TV or a VCR, that's American, by the way, what would we call it? A, a video, video recorder. Recorder. Um, yes. Because we or speak whatever, proper English. Yes. DVD player well, or something. The V and the R you know. in VCR is video recorder. But anyway. Yeah, I know. We, yeah. Was, were you in such I'm a rush be, for um, you Americans? It's the same video cassette recorder, if you're going to say it. <laughs> yeah. VCR. I don't know oh, who you think you are. To, we don't believe in um, yeah, energy saving here. Um, no. You can get something like the uh, Logitech. Is it Logitech? Harmony Hub? Yep. Um which is like a programmable universal remote control that is a lady enabled. So then you can teach it how, what you're by using your, well, either by searching on the Harmony Home Hub app for your particular, say, VCR model or, you know, flat screen TV model. Video recorder. Yeah. And um, it will automatically emulate that. Or you can, if it's not in the list, you can point your remote control at the thing, at this little Harmony Hub thing. and press a certain button i think it's the play can't remember then it will recognize what your what that device is hopefully and then you can control all those things that you would otherwise um only be able to control with a physical remote and so that's how my sister controls her tv her um vcr and stuff like that so yeah that's really <laughs> good, good. I... and that's like 60 quid or something so. what i'm trying uh, yeah. to figure out is all this teasing about americans and the vcrs and yet you brits are still using vcrs i mean actually yeah it's the best quality pass pass up dvd pa i mean are you still using laser discs as well i mean yes come into the streaming for heaven's sakes we're, we're streaming Boo. now in america can i just say when it comes to the harmony though the app is an accessibility nightmare no um, you've got to get someone else to you yeah. need site assistance but there is other options as well there are cheaper options there's i Ooh. believe it's from broadcom they do ir blasters as well so what you're looking for is a, a smart infrared blaster um, so there may be other options out there. I haven't looked into this in a, in a while, but they are particularly handy for some, you know, things like fans, for example, which may not be smart accessible, but you've got a little remote control with them. Then you can control them using, you know, like Robin mm -hmm. said. Aircon oh. unit, maybe? Aircon, yeah. Yeah, and at this point, pretty much the sky's the limit. Anything that you have in your house that runs on power can be made smart if it's a ceiling fan or, or you know yep. floor fan or a desk lamp as you said you know uh, you know portable air you know those air conditioners that you plug in you know anything like that absolutely can be made smart i mean i've even uh amazon had the the answer for this as well you guys remember stuff a couple years ago i got the amazon fire cube the tv cube and you hated once, it no well in the beginning i was frustrated because i was having trouble getting it set up but once i kind of figured that all out it's actually fantastic because I can, talking to it, I can control the volume of the TV. I can switch between inputs so I can switch between my Apple TV or the cable or the actual, just, you know, the television, the smart TV itself. Um, I can change the channel. I, I can, you know, get information about what's on a particular channel and get the program guide. So there's so many things that I can do just talking to that Fire TV Cube that just, you talk about opening up, you know, something for, you know, someone, you know, trying to watch television. I mean, it's, it's fantastic of what it can do. So yeah, literally, I, I think the, the big picture you know, point here is that, as I said, 
anything and everything in your home can be made accessible, can be made smart, as it were. And, you know, it, it really, if, especially if you get them on sale, if you look for the deals, you know, Amazon Prime Day or, you know, Black Friday or whatever, you can get smart plugs for very, very little money. You can get yeah, bulbs five for, bucks. for yeah, five bucks, 10 bucks, yeah. you know, you can get light bulbs. I think at Prime Day, I got two light bulbs for like $10. Um, and they were the multicolored, you know, they can do different colors and things like that. Um, I love those. Hues. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Disco mode. I, yeah, Disco exactly. Mode, right. Never use it, but it's got to be an RGB. If they say, here's a, you know, just just a white smart light bulb, don't want it, mate. I don't want it. I want the one that I can turn <laughs> blue, green, or red. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. I've got two questions for Sean. Sorry, Tim. No, um, sorry. Question number one. Sorry, what, what's this, a pop quiz? What's going on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why replace your lights in your house with smart ones if oh. you could replace it a smart you know the light switch on the wall with a smart switch could that could then control all mm, you know mm, six mm, down mm, lighters or mm, something yeah yeah you're right but you're missing you're missing a couple of points here Robin as okay. I just mentioned look, look 30 seconds ago oh, okay. I want the RGB capability I want to if I'm in the mood for love I want to switch the room to a, a, a red tone, for example, <laughs> or if I'm meditating, then a nice green to calm me down, you see, uh, RGB. Now, the other reason is for a uh, changing the light switch, I need to get an electrician, a proper man in who can do this sort of thing. Whereas I obviously can't. So I just simply unscrew a light bulb and screw another one in. That's within my talent. That's within my range and ability. So uh, there you go. Is that oh, brilliant. sufficient? Well, Thank you. I would give that a 10 and a half out of 10 for that answer. Thank yeah, that you. was well Thank done. You. Plus, Thank especially you. since longtime listeners of other shows know what happens when Sean puts any of his extremities anywhere near electrical outlets. Um, um, <laughs> it's scary, especially when you're on the other side of that Zoom call when it happens. It's very scary. Um, okay, second question. Everything blows oh, up. Yes, go ahead, Ron. Question number two. Trams. Are they in Manchester? Have they got like a fake noise? That sounded Ooh. fake to me. Uh, no, why? Why are you saying that? Because they're electric and they should be silent, but they mm. have this kind of artificial acceleration and deceleration sound, which Do you sounds know what? a bit. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that is artificial, but that's a very mm. good point. Yeah, I mean, considering I the they day, weigh 50, was... they, do, they do weigh 50 tons, Robin, so there is some sort of friction noise there. I have heard that there were some uh, incident have been many, many incidences, yeah, um, where people didn't hear them coming or didn't see them or whatever on their phones, probably. Um, but yeah, all right, listeners for listeners, <laughs> listeners to know, I was in Sean's neck of the woods the other day, a mere stone's throw away, but I disdained visiting him. Yeah, disdained. That's his, what it was. Um, disdained? Wow. Oh, that, that is awful. That, what is a that the word you words? meant to use, Robin? Are you sure? <laughs> disdained <laughs> to visit him. I wanted him. to catch him in his um, Incredible Hulk um, trousers, but... Well, I'm thought, sorry. You had your chance. You missed yeah. out. Yeah. It's interesting you say that, though, because there is uh, quite a few electric cars around here. And I was caught walking in the middle of the road with a car right behind me, and I had no idea. Um, but he was a lovely fellow and didn't beep or anything. It's just I suddenly, oh, there is a car behind me. Yes, <laughs> but there is one that makes this weird noise, yep. and it's yep. obviously artificial. It's it's very, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's weird, but it sounds so futuristic and cool. I quite like it. I listened to a Radio 4 programme 
about sound engineering and the future of electric vehicles. And yeah, there's a lot of thought that goes into them and they are as kind of um, as much about the brand as the actual kind of make of the car. So, you know, Porsche and BMW and all of these are going to be having distinctive kind of signatures. Like so, a yeah, futuristic tram, growl. Yes. Yeah. But obviously it has to be simulated because it has to go up and down with it the does, acceleration yeah. and stuff. I thought the tram sounded like that. That's all. But yeah, thanks. All right, well, I'm not in charge of the trams, Robin. I, I, what can I tell you? I don't know. I'm not a tram engineer, but uh, I'll take the exam and I'll get back to you. Unbelievable. Yeah, well, next time you hear one, let me know. Feedback in a future show. Okay. Yeah. I'm just glad that Robin brought it back around again to prove our point, Sean, when we talk about how posh he is. And, and the first two vehicles he talks about are, are you know, BMW <laughs> yeah, Porsche. and Porsche. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's so, right. you know, I, that's I, how he I, rolls. I see how it is. Well, I remember yeah. <laughs> a couple of years ago, this is way, way off topic, but I think we've already passed that point um, yes. with, with this conversation. But uh, I remember when, when you guys were investigating uh, your, your benefits that you can get there in the UK and vehicle reimbursement. And I believe if I remember correctly, the first couple of vehicles Robin was looking at was oh, I can get a BMW. I can, I really, I can oh, do this. Robin. I, I do recall that actually Robin. So, <laughs> you know, Robin, what car have you got? We had, we had for the longest time, an Ugeo five. Oh, right. Okay. Which uh, uh, yeah. a very long time ago when we first bought it, half price because it was a couple of years old it was a yeah. peugeot 5008 massive oh. seven seater with a big boot space but mm -hmm. then the letters kept on dropping off so and it so for a, a good Uge. long while it was an ugeo 5. it's where i'm but at now... this time of my life i have a big boot space as well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a completely anonymous it's like a stealth car have you not updated Dang. are we are we we're gonna drive it guys ground. really talking about cars <laughs> Yeah, we I still think... need a seven-seater from time to time, but yeah, at one point, we'll just go with the, I don't know, what what's a Ferrari electric one? With gold gold knobs, that's what I'll go for. Gold knobs, there we go, there's the episode right, title, well, thank on, you, I think, I think we're done. On that note, I think we're finished. Wow, okay, um, so I didn't lose control as badly as I uh, feared that I might. Um, Excellent job, although Excellent we, we, job. Ending on that, brilliant I'm, start, I'm not brilliant sure. start. Yes, yep. exactly, so no, I... I... Good luck when Stephen's on. Yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? I'm already being teased on the internet and getting emails saying, um, so how are you going to do that when Steven's on the show? What, what's that going to be like? I'm like, I, I don't know, but um, <laughs> I've done it before. I have hosted a show with Steven as a guest before, <clears throat> excuse me, but it has been a while. So we'll, we'll see how that goes when he is available, because right now he is he is like neck deep in, in stuff at AMI-audio, I think, right now, and uh, trying to get he things is. going with He's juggling all kinds of shows and things. So we'll yes. talk about that whenever we can get him on the show. And Sally Clay, too. Shout out to Sh Sally Clay. She's going to be doing a master's <sighs> program and uh, is, is going to be at uni, and uh, as she says, and um, going to be, uh, yeah, she's going to be called. quite busy. What are you saying? As she says, that's what it's called. Well, that, that, well, I mean, what do you well, call it? As she says, because she said it. Well, well, I mean, I call it uni or university or... Wait, 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 wait. No, let's, let's, let's nail this down. Oh, no. Uh, in America... <laughs> I'm trying to end call... this thing. Yes, yes, I know. Do you call it university or do you, do you ever use the shortening of uni? <sighs> now, they people are listening, school, Tim. Don't lie. Now... See, I'm of two minds of this, because, and you guys yep. know this because it's a pet yep. peeve of mine that some Americans aren't um, familiar <gasps> with certain terminologies from other countries. And, and you guys know oh. I, I try to be uh, somebody who's aware of, of things. So mm -hmm. I have said it personally a few times, just saying it. But mm -hmm. generally, is it said? No, it's not. He's doing it for us, Sean. No. Yeah. 
Thank you. No, for I, no Sean me. can tell you I was like Thank that you. before you people actually. I, I what most of the shows you I people. Used... That's it. I'm off. Oh. That's it. Wow, the see what you've done over. to me? Now you're, you're turning me into Steven is what it is. <laughs> now I know how Steven gets the way he feels sometimes. No. Um jeez. No, but well, you know what? Ne never mind. We're just gonna end never. it right there. Yeah. Um before I get in any kind of trouble that you guys cause. Um anyway. Um, I think I'd like to thank you both for being on the show. I, I, I think I do. Yeah, I do. I, I'll thank you for being on the show. Thank um, you, Tim. It was a pleasure. <laughs> fantastic. Thank if you anybody, so much. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for being here again. And if anybody hasn't already, go check out Double Tap. Go check out The Echo Show, Dot to Dot, Shaun of the Shed. Um, <sighs> my gosh, I'm Accessibility Roundtable, the, the, the random uh, uh, audio pieces. Wherever we are. I mean, yes. yeah, where, wherever you can find us, just find us. Um, if I if I can <laughs> list them all, I'll try to put them all in the show notes. We'll see. Um, oh, that reminds me. Sorry. Shaun of the Shed, you'll find under the name AMI accessible uh audio i think and my exclusives exclusives thank you yes thank you sorry thank you yes <laughs> edit point <laughs> or not maybe maybe i'll leave that in but leave um <laughs> yes but anyway no but yeah thank you guys so much and definitely uh, everybody out there listening try to find these guys wherever you can you'll definitely uh you know feel better for it and uh you, you, well you'll no guarantees it you'll get a lot out of it. Um, but no, um, thanks again, guys, for being here. And I look forward to getting us all back together again in the future. Thanks, Tim. Ah, gorgeous, Tim. Thank you. Bye. Where's the outro music? Play it. Hit the uh, button. No, I'm, I'm not, no. Do, 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 First of all. Do, 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 do. <laughs>